Hey, I'm Madison, and you're listening to the Rooftop Series podcast. Here, we talk with musicians, artists, and professionals in the industry to discuss, well, music and everything else. The Rooftop Series is a community focused on showcasing up-and-coming artists with a story. Each week, we bring you conversations that get real about the behind the scenes of the music industry, songwriting, producing, and more. So with that, let me introduce our guest for today. Hey everyone, I'm here talking with my good friend, Nellie Marr. Hi everyone. Uh So excited to be here, first off. Thank you to Madison. Thank you to Emily for running this and yeah, allowing me to be a part of the Rooftop series. Um, I am a singer-songwriter and I'm based in LA and I write in like the pop, EDM world and um, I also perform. So I'm, I do like acoustic vibes. So I have my guitar and I have a piano. And so I would love to play for you guys. And I'm excited to do that <laughs> for, for y'all. Yay, that's great. Will you tell us the songs that are on your set with the Rooftop series? Yes. So I am playing several songs that I started releasing this year. Um, so you can find those all on my Spotify, but I've also, um, will be playing songs that, uh, people just really love and songs that I feel connected to. And so, uh, I haven't released those yet. And so you get to have a little first insider look at some songs that, yeah, that are just, just mine right now. So I'm really excited to play those live for the first time. Oh, good. We're, we're super excited too. Especially, we're really excited to have this series at home um, because, as you know, like with the pandemic and COVID in 2020, there haven't been a lot of opportunities for artists to perform. Could you share just a little bit of your, as an artist, your experience with COVID and kind of this quarantine and you moved during that time? We're so interested in hearing your story um, and how you kind of coped with everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot. It was a wild time for sure. Uh, I was actually abroad when everything shut down. So that added another layer to the the chaos. Um, but it all worked out fine. And I mean, you know, it's, it's been a crazy time, but, um, it's, it's allowed for me to dedicate more of my time inside and to be more introspective, to be able to, uh, you know, just like sit in my little studio that I created and not have to worry about like dividing as much of my time with going out and um, preparing for like other aspects of like a music career. Like I've just been in like full creation mode. And so being able to fully tap into that has uh, really, I don't know, like I've just embraced it. Like I've just accepted that this is like what it is and I've just allowed it to take me where it wants to. And I feel like I learned a lot I I was forced to also get better at producing myself um, especially vocal vocal producing because I work with a lot of producers so I've become a lot more self-sufficient and uh, I've been really proud of that actually and so it's it's I there's a lot of things that I can do now that I wasn't able to say that I could do last year and so because of that I see it as a strength and I think like anything that happens in your life that might not look good on the outside you have to like somehow take that and 
you know, make, make yourself stronger from it and, and find the silver lining. So, I mean, of course, easier said than done most of the time, but ultimately that's like how my brain works and how I've been coping and figuring this time out. Um, but overall, like I am, I mean, I can sit in on a Friday night and just like write songs. <laughs> like not much has like really changed that <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, Cause I can be reclusive for sure. But um, <laughs> so yeah, overall, like, I think it's just been like a big, like learning experience and yeah, just taking the good with the bad as it comes. <laughs> so that's everything in a nutshell. Oh, that's great. Um, I do want to ask about your musical inspirations and what inspires you with your songwriting. Ooh, so much. Um, Man, I mean, of course, relationships, that's like the easiest thing to write about. But also, yeah, just like it's its how I cope and how it's, it's my therapy. And so it's whatever I'm going through um, at the time. Um, and especially with it being COVID, it, it's just like a more like one-on-one -on -one experience, like with myself writing, unless it's over Zoom. But um, I tend to write then a lot from like what's going on in my mind and like for like mental health and like writing about, yeah, like being like on my own and like moving and, and traveling and all this stuff. So I live like a very like independent lifestyle. So a lot of the, a lot of that like reflects like in my music too. Um, but yeah, as for things that inspire me, I mean, inspiration is all around, especially now that I'm living in Los Angeles, I am a nature junkie. And so I love to go outside and be by the ocean and, being in nature just like always strikes some form of uh, inspiration. And so doing that and um, even like going into the cities and, and or I mean, like into the more like, yeah, like mid city areas and checking out like graffiti and like interesting things on sidewalks and walls and reading things and listening to podcasts. Like I just listened to this podcast with Kesha and I'm like obsessed with her. Um, I had no idea. Like, so, so I could go down a rabbit hole, but like, I'm not going to do that, but I, I highly recommend checking like her stuff out. Um, she blew my mind. So like things like that, like just like constantly learning and staying on my toes to see when any form of inspiration might strike. Can so, you talk yeah. about people that you really enjoy collaborating with and what that process has been remotely and kind of describe that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Zoom is awesome. I mean, I mean, nothing beats being in a room with somebody and really capturing the vibe and like the essence of a person and, and the, the, the song that you're writing. But I will say <laughs> there's also something really nice um, about like working from home and and realizing that you can be just as efficient online and have that not hinder you in any way. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of like lag, but overall it's not that like I, I personally like I'm I'm doing well with it. And so my creative process with that is pretty much um, like I'll book writing sessions. So either we're like writing a song from scratch, um, whether it's like one of the co-writer like co-writers that like I come across and I want to write with or like just anyone that my my publishing company sets me up with like it, it'll go back and forth and my other favorite thing that I love to do is working with producers um, I'm working with one now that I'm really excited about and so he'll like send me all these tracks and I'm just like 
writing things on top. So that's called top lining. And so I'm doing that constantly. So it's like an ongoing, like I, I constantly have like projects happening and then I'm like self-producing on my own too. So yeah, it's, it's all over the place. But for Zoom, I, I am a fan. I am a fan and to not have to sit in LA traffic <laughs> is pretty nice sometimes. Oh yeah, um, huge but, perk. Yeah, it's a, it's a balance. <laughs> How long have you been with a publishing agency? Um, so I signed last year, which is crazy. Um, Congrats. To Ultra Publishing. Thank you. That's Thank super you. exciting. They were my like goal. So oh <laughs> my gosh, congratulations. How, what was that Thank process so like? And like you said, it was a goal. Like how long have you been working towards that? And kind of what do you think it was for you that really helped you achieve it? So there's so many layers. Like I it was an experience that made me fully realize too. It's not just about the music, even though of course that's like a major part of it, but it was about like me connecting with people and being out. And um, it was just like multiple things that happened that all added up to this experience, to the experience where I met someone who was really um, interested in what I did. And that basically, yeah, led me to, to connect with like their artists more and then realizing it was just a good fit and it was just good timing and, and it worked for me. And I'm like, this is what I want and what I've always wanted. And, um, so having had written songs, been like, I've been writing songs since I was like 16. So the fact that, yeah, finally I'm able to do this and, and work for it, like towards like a career and, um, actually make a living from it is, the most surreal thing so yeah it's it's all coming together that's so exciting (laughs) all all I feel like I can say and you've worked (laughs) in other aspects of the music industry as well right I worked at Sony ATV in New York uh, which is a publishing company or actually Sony Music Publishing now but um, they (laughs) rebranded and so that that opened a lot of doors um, and I'm really grateful for that experience and also just getting to see the backside of of the industry that I'm in, um, and not just the creative side, the the business aspect of it all. So yeah, I, I'm really grateful that I did that. And I had that, yeah, experience. I'm so curious, what do you think is something that you've learned working in the industry as either a performer, a songwriter, a producer, or working, you know, for this publishing company that maybe you didn't expect to learn about the music industry when when you were younger and starting to think about being in it? I don't know. It just comes to my mind right now is just the fact that like nobody really knows what they're doing and everyone's figuring it out. Like I think from the outside, um, you, especially when you're younger, you see the entertainment industry as just like this big golden gate and like, I, there's no way like I can be a part of that. Like who's going to let me in? I don't know anybody. But then you realize like it's just people that, have good ideas and are just figuring it out and just want to work with good people and be surrounded by good people and everyone's just figuring it out as much as you are so it's like you can kind of make your own um yeah your own mark in your own way and I don't know if that makes any sense but yeah absolutely its own thing yeah yeah I I feel like I had a similar experience to you with like in terms of production that it is, it does feel like this big golden gate and you're always like kind of peeping in and so curious. And as artists, yeah. I feel like there's also like some level of like self-doubt with artistry and to realize that like 
Of course. All of it comes from just people being people that were in your shoes once as well. Right, exactly. And, and yeah, trying to not listen to like anybody that came before you that might tell you you can or can't do something like it's all like your experience with it and that's what I've come to find too but yeah I think there's definitely a level of all of that that comes into just pursuing any kind of career in the creative field so yeah so I want to go back a little bit and talk about your like timeline as an artist so correct me if I'm wrong but your first single you released was Frequency right yeah, <laughs> it was in 2017. I mean, technically there was one before that, um, but okay. I, was, I have changed my artist name so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I could never like fully decide on what I wanted. Um, and so finally I've arrived at what I'm, I'm pretty sure up until now is going to be. It's going to be it because it's too much to keep changing and confusing people. But yeah, I guess it was more like 2015, 16 when I started releasing music. But my first like actual single that I'm like really proud of is definitely, um, yeah, Frequency. That's yeah what I put out under Nelly S. <laughs> and how did you go about releasing your first? I feel like the first one's the hardest. So kind of, can you explain your process of how you did that? Was it by yourself? Did you meet someone? Yeah, that actually all happened pretty organically. It was... It was while I was still at Sony working and there were these writing rooms and I just had this idea of, I don't know, like being on someone's frequency. Like I can't like get you out of my mind because we're like on the same wavelength. And I just thought that idea was really intriguing. And so I went into one of the writing rooms and I just like got this idea out. And one of my friends um, who signed at Sony happened to be there and uh, he's an incredible vocal producer. And he was like, that sounds awesome. Like, do you want to record that? And I'm like, are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> That's like all I ever want to do. Uh, so he helped me record it. And then he had a producer. So fun fact about that song. Um, it was actually on hold for another artist for a while, um, an artist who's on Sony, but that ended up not working out. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to put it out on my own. So I felt good about that decision. And so it was all just like through, through, yeah, the creatives there that connected me with like a producer and um, yeah. And then I was able to finalize it and put it out and it felt really good to do that. So it's on like SoundCloud and um, Spotify everywhere and people still love it. And it's, it's actually opened a few more doors for me. So I'm really, Oh, it's on a ton of my playlist and it's on the rooftop playlist. I love that song. Thank you. It's so so great. And I really enjoyed the first time you came on the Rooftop series in 2017, you played like a stripped down acoustic version of it um, that I hadn't heard like mm-hmm. that side of it. And I, it hit me like, again, it resonated again. And I was like, oh, this song's great. <laughs> well, that's like my favorite thing is to take songs that are um, super produced out and then, yeah, play them stripped because that's how you know it's a good song is when you don't need any of the production elements. Like it can stand on its own with just like a vocal and piano or guitar. So thank you for saying that though. I I appreciate that. And I love looking back at that experience. Um, and the fact that I, yeah, you allowed me to perform there and share that song and all my, a few other songs. So thank you for that again. Like that, that was a good time. That was great. So a little bit, can you tell us what happened after you released Frequency, kind of your trajectory as, as a songwriter? Yeah. So after that, it was, it was just a constantly writing, like 
you know, being a songwriter, it takes, it, it's just like a lot of um, trial and error, I guess, for lack of better words, where you're just writing constantly. And even if it's an incredible song, like it might not see the light of day or it might just be for yourself. And so arriving to the point where you're putting things out and doing things on your own is like, um, yeah, like releasing music for me, at least, like, um, I'm just such a perfectionist. <laughs> so I, which can definitely hinder me. So sometimes I'm like, okay, no, like that's not good enough. Even though I know people like it, like I want to just like keep writing. So I always feel like the last song, um, that I've written is the best song. And like, I just keep, I, I just, um, I kept writing and, and then I started putting out music, but also mainly like focusing on writing songs for other people. So that's another big passion of mine is, is, being behind the scenes and not just putting out music um, is just, yeah, writing with other people, being collaborative and then seeing where it can go. And, and that challenges me like as a songwriter for my own craft is um, because it, it, it gets me thinking in different ways. So I'm, yeah, I try to collaborate like as much as possible. So it's pretty much like it's since then, it's just been about me like balancing my time with um, doing sessions and writing songs with other other creators, um, as well as releasing my own material. I feel like something not a lot of people who maybe aren't involved in the industry don't know is a lot of songs do have way more than one writer like that contributed to the song. And a lot of times it's not necessarily the, the musician singing it, like the performer. I remember mm-hmm. I thought that was the weirdest thing when I found out that not every musician writes their own songs. From... Yeah, it's like Santa isn't real. Yeah, I was like, oh, like what? I didn't know that was possible. On the flip side, kind of what are your emotions when someone else is performing a song you wrote, especially because you're such, you put a lot of your yourself and your emotions into your writing. How do you feel watching someone else? What What is that like for you? <laughs> I, it's it's like a back and forth feeling it's 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 I think it's pretty cool to be honest because it's like whoa like that's something that came out of my brain and then they're singing that and I don't know I I just like appreciate it um and hearing where because every artist like takes what you do and then they do it they 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 turn it into their style and they they make it their own and um I've learned especially when I, when I was living in Nashville to like not be precious about any ideas and don't treat songs like your babies. Yes, of course they are to like a degree, but, but what I'm like, I, cause I used to struggle with that and be like, no, like this is my song. Like, like no one else can sing it, but me, I just kind of like let go of that notion and realize that I'm going to keep writing songs and this isn't the last song I'll ever write. And it's by no means the best song I'll ever write. Like I'm just going to keep going and keep writing. So I, I thoroughly enjoy the experience. Um, but sometimes you know when a song is for you and not for anyone else and that's when you know that you gotta like hold on to that and probably like release that on your own um and yeah but overall when you when you know that you wrote a song for someone else it's it's fun it's really fun I think it's like an interesting side of it that I never expected myself to do but I or to enjoy but I really do enjoy it and and speaking of releasing songs on your own I think I saw you're releasing 12 new singles this year one every month yeah (laughs) exactly one every month it's pretty surreal I'm super super stoked about it and it's challenging but it's a blast um, because I realize like I've been recording for so many years and I have so many songs 
that I'm like, you know what? These songs won't see the light of day probably. And they won't relate to me anymore in a few years. So I need to just put them out now and allow them to do whatever they want to do and, and allow them to affect whoever, yeah, <laughs> whoever enjoys them and like wants to listen to them. So yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at now with that and putting them out. Yeah. just feels natural to me and feels good. So I'm, because I write constantly, and so there's always something that I have in the works. So if, um, I'm just stoked that I'm able to to do that. And it's really fun to create visuals around it and, and promo. And I've gotten really good at, like, editing and Photoshopping and all that kind of stuff. So, like, like Final Cut Pro-ing. <laughs> um, That's so, great. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of hats you got to wear as a creative. Oh, absolutely. What's, what's coming next for Nellie Marr? So right now it's just singles that I'm releasing. So you can always check my Spotify once a month. You'll see a new one. Yeah, it's mainly just that. And whatever visuals I create around it, um, I usually kind of like let myself decide like the month of and then start like creating around it because the, the ideas just come to me very like instantaneously in the moment. So hopefully music videos, we will see. And I love doing commentary videos. I like talking about what the songs are about so you will probably see more of those as well everything is on instagram and i'm also doing the full tiktok thing so you should definitely check that out too um that's where i love posting and sharing ideas and i just let the audience decide what they want to hear next and that's actually been working so that's been really fun to witness so you can check me out on all those platforms and stay tuned to all the updates that will be coming up and I mean, I just want to say thank you again for providing this platform and giving up-and-coming artists, um, you know, a voice and, and to be able to have a community where people can come back to and um, just, yeah, feel, feel good when they're there and be inspired and maybe feel less alone and just showcase art that yeah might not be heard otherwise so um i'm just grateful for you and the fact that you have this platform and that you're working it and running it and i'm yeah just grateful to be a part of it so thank you and a big thank you to nelly for coming on the podcast her performance is on our instagram live page so be sure to check her out if you haven't watched already and be sure to follow us on instagram and spotify for more exclusive content Join us again next week for another Rooftop Series conversation. We dive deep about indie music with musician Danny Fisher from Brooklyn, New York. I'm Madison. Thanks for listening to the Rooftop Series podcast.